You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie on the web at utalkradio.com. Hey, welcome to You Talk. I'm in the studio with Larissa and Steve. Hey, guys. Hey. Our phone number for you to call is 1 855 50 U Talk. That's 1 855 508 8255. You can also reach us online at utalkradio.com. Okay, guys, when you were younger, did you like ever dress up and make up little plays and reenact TV shows or movies or? characters and and kind of like you know i used to you did so what did you dress up like oh no no you guys go first well i went through my princess phase where i wanted to put the pretty dress on and put the tiara on and do my twirls um but you know more often than not i probably dressed up my stuffed animals more than i dressed up myself (laughs) (laughs) what did you dress them up as superheroes oh garfield had a alter ego as did some of my other stuffed animals. Garfield's been with you a long time, I, I, I take it, because it seems like he keeps coming up, you know. <laughs> show after show, we hear about Garfield. Yes, he's been part of my life. How about you, Katie? So I probably wasn't the normal little girl, because I always dressed up as a nurse or a doctor. Really? Yes. All right, Nurse Katie. Yes, actually, I get called that sometimes. <laughs> Did you carry like around a little first aid kit kind of thing with you? I did. I made my own little bag and I had all kinds of stuff in there. You know, the fake little like thermometers and shots and... No, no, shots. All, I hate know, shots. All the, all the fake little, you know, medical supplies. All the pretend supplies. And the pretend supplies and band-aids and... Did you give your stuffed animal shots on your dolls? I did. I did Ouch. that and I did, made my siblings play along with me and my friends and yeah. Oh, wow. So, so they'd be in the infirmary with you. Yes, and- they would and I'd have to come, you know, check and take their temperatures and... All that stuff. So did you want to be a nurse when you grew up? I did. That was all I ever wanted to be was a nurse. I actually went to nursing school and then I didn't go all the way through. I got to my internships and just decided it wasn't for me. Oh. oh yes. And now you're with us. I am. Oh. And Steve, wait, you, you don't get away oh, without sharing okay. your story. All right. I, I used to like to dress up like a cowboy, like a soldier, and a superhero. Oh. Jumping off the top of buildings, flying around, stopping bad guys. And how many bones did you break in the process of doing uh, that? We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> you mean when I jumped out of trees and things like that and fell and I shouldn't have? But no, it was so fun because I had this vivid imagination and we lived in the mountains. And so it was just, it was awesome. Wow. So that that's what people fun. do in the mountains. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So I still to this day see my alter ego is superhero. Just superhero? Yeah, well, I can't tell you who it is because oh. if I told you, you know, it wouldn't okay, be good. Like, oh. I thought that was the name. Maybe we'll no. get it out of him sometime. No, no. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know because I have to, you know, I've got to hide it because then I wouldn't be a secret superhero anymore. Well, you know, it seems like a lot of people like to play dress up. I mean, if you think about it, you know, a lot of regular people play dress up. Who are, are you talking like adult people now, Larissa? Yeah, adult adult people. Really? You know? And I'm not just talking like about Halloween. The, okay. Well, the Halloween is one thing, but then, you know, and I'm not even just talking about actors who get paid to like dress up as superheroes That's and so stuff fun. like that. Uh, you know, did you know? get paid to do that. Wow. There's a lot of people that just like to dress up as adults and, you know, cosplayers. You know, you have this group of people, this whole community in the subculture that dress up as their favorite characters from movies or anime or cartoons and and comic books. And if you're not familiar with cosplay, well, it's literally costume play. 
And I've seen a lot of cosplayers because I like to go to a lot of cons. Um. <laughs> well, we had a chance, all of us, to go to WonderCon in L.A. And it that was my first experience there. But, I mean, that's like cosplay all over the place. Yeah. yeah. it's There's a lot of people that go from con to con to con to con. You know, I mean... <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I met this guy. He's his name is Crazy for Comic Con, and um, he does that. He travels all over, and he actually tells people about the, you know, the tips about how to like survive Comic Con or like you know how to prepare for all these. Different and you cons. actually really, it sounds funny, but you really need those. Yes, you do. You, you yeah. do because it it can be kind of overwhelming. You know, don't you think going to your first con? Oh, oh it, yeah. it almost was when we were at WonderCon. That was my first one. I mean, I got to meet Batman. I got to meet Superman. And it was incredible. I mean, of course, they didn't have my superhero there, so I can't mention it because otherwise it wouldn't be a secret one. But anyway, I'll tell you about this some other time. Yeah. Well, this special edition of You Talk will be chatting with several cosplayers along with a comic book artist. Stay with us. You don't want to miss a minute on today's show. I am so excited about what we're going to be talking about today because I know that it's going to be so much fun. And Steve, we're going to find out by the end of the show who your favorite superhero is. Oh, if we have to pry it out of you. We will get it out of you. Go yes, ahead and try. Will. Just try. <laughs> well, you guys are in for a special treat. Stay tuned. You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie on the web at utalkradio.com. Hey, welcome to You Talk. I'm in the studio with Larissa and Steve. Hey, guys. Hey. Our phone number for you to call is one 855 50-U-Talk. That's 1-855-508-8255. You can also reach us online at utalkradio.com. Okay, guys. When you were younger, did you like ever dress up and make up little plays and reenact TV shows or movies or characters and, and kind of like, you know, I used to... You did? So what did you dress up like? Oh, no, no. You guys go first. Well, I went through my princess phase where I wanted to put the pretty dress on and put the tiara on and do my twirls. Um, But, you know, more often than not, I probably dressed up my stuffed animals more than I dressed up myself. (laughs) (laughs) What did you dress them up as? Superheroes. Nice. Garfield had an alter ego, as did some of my other stuffed animals. Garfield's been with you a long time. I, I, I take it because it seems like he keeps coming up, you know, <laughs> show after show we hear about Garfield. Yes, he's been part of my life. How about you, Katie? So I probably wasn't the normal little girl because I always dressed up as a nurse or a doctor. Really? Yes. All right. Nurse Katie. Yes. Actually, I get called that sometimes. <laughs> Did you carry like around a little first aid kit kind of thing with you? I did. I made my own little bag and I had all kinds of stuff in there. You know, the fake little like thermometers and shots and... Oh no, shots. All, I hate know, shots. All the, all the fake little, you know, medical supplies the pretend and supplies. the pretend supplies and band-aids and... Did you give your stuffed animal shots on your dolls? I did. I did Ouch. that and I did made my siblings play along with me and my friends and yeah. Oh wow. So, so they'd be in the infirmary with you. Yes, and- they would and I'd have to come, you know, check and take their temperatures and... All that stuff. So did you want to be a nurse when you grew up? I did. That was all I ever wanted to be was a nurse. I actually went to nursing school and then I didn't go all the way through. I got to my internships and just decided it wasn't for me. Oh. oh yes. And now you're with us. I am. Oh. And Steve, wait, you, you don't get away oh, without sharing okay. your story. All right. I, I used to like to dress up like a cowboy, like a soldier, and a superhero. 
Jumping off the top of buildings, flying around, stopping bad guys. And how many bones did you break in the process of doing Uh, that? We don't want to talk about that. (laughs) You mean when I jumped out of trees and things like that and fell and I should have. But no, it was so fun because I had this vivid imagination and we lived in the mountains. And so it was just, it was awesome. Wow. So that's what people do in the mountains. Yes. yes. So I still to this day see my alter ego is superhero. Just superhero? Yeah, well, I can't tell you who it is because oh. if I told you, you know, it wouldn't okay. be good. Like, oh. I thought that was the name. Maybe we'll was, get no. it out of him sometime. No, no. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know because I have to, you know, I've got to hide it because then I wouldn't be a secret superhero anymore. Well, you know, it seems like a lot of people like to play dress up. I mean, if you think about it, you know, a lot of regular people play dress up. Who are, are you talking like adult people now, Larissa? Yeah, adult adult people. Really? You know? And I'm not just talking like about Halloween. The, okay. Well, the Halloween is one thing, but then, you know, and I'm not even just talking about actors who get paid to like dress up as superheroes That's and so stuff fun. like that. Uh, you know, did you know? They get paid to do that. Wow. There's a lot of people that just like to dress up as adults and, you know, cosplayers. You know, you have this group of people, this whole community and the subculture that dress up as their favorite characters from movies or anime or cartoons and and comic books and if you're not familiar with cosplay well it's literally costume play and I've seen a lot of cosplayers because I like to go to a lot of cons. Um. <laughs> well, we had a chance, all of us, to go to WonderCon in L.A. And it that was my first experience there. But, I mean, that's like cosplay all over the place. Yeah. yeah. it's There's a lot of people that go from con to con to con to con. You know, I mean... <laughs> I, I'm, you know, I met this guy. He's his name is Crazy for Comic Con, and um, he does that. He travels all over, and he actually tells people about the, you know, the tips about how to like survive Comic Con or like you know how to prepare for all these. Different and you cons. actually, really, it sounds funny, but you really need those. Yes, you do. You, you yeah. do because it it can be kind of overwhelming. You know, don't you think going to your first con? Oh, oh it, yeah. it almost was when we were at WonderCon. That was my first one. I mean, I got to meet Batman. I got to meet Superman. And it was incredible. I mean, of course, they didn't have my superhero there, so I can't mention it because otherwise it wouldn't be a secret one. But anyway, I'll tell you about this some other time. Yeah. Well, this special edition of You Talk will be chatting with several cosplayers along with a comic book artist. Stay with us. You don't want to miss a minute on today's show. I am so excited about what we're going to be talking about today because I know that it's going to be so much fun. And Steve, we're going to find out by the end of the show who your favorite superhero is. Oh, if we have to pry it out of you, we will get it out of you. Go ahead and try. (laughs) Just try. (laughs) Well, you guys are in for a special treat. Stay tuned. You talk radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. 855-508-8255. You Talk Radio. Well, we aren't taking calls on this special edition of You Talk, but you can reach out to us on social media at You Talk Radio or send us an email at utalkradio.com. We'll be back with more of your calls next week, but don't worry, we've got a lot of exciting stuff on this show. So, guys, I know this was your first time at WonderCon. I have been to several WonderCons. I've been to Comic-Con. I just wanted to get, what were your impressions? Uh, it was like sensory overload. Like, uh, Katie, everywhere absolutely. you turn and look, there was just another, you know, cosplayer or comic book artist or just people everywhere. It was crazy. And the props they had. And I'm just thinking, cha-ching, 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 because this was not like, 
a testy looking stuff. This was not, you know, stuff that you're going, okay, somebody just threw this together. This was expensive stuff that they had. Yeah, some people spent a whole lot of money and a lot of time making their costumes or getting friends to make uh, their costumes. I have a friend who is like the president of the West Coast Avengers Club. Whoa. He, wow. Basically, it's all the Marvel superheroes, like the, the cosplayers. Like he uh, actually is mm-hmm. in charge of them in some way. <laughs> <laughs> he arg- he organizes them to like show up at charity events and things like that, which is great. Um, and also at every, you know, Comic-Con or WonderCon, he organizes these massive photo shoots. I've been to a few just to like observe. And I did a few interviews there one time where, you know, there's like about 40, 50 people dressed in different you know cosplay Marvel superheroes and he's got this bullhorn and he's getting them on the steps and <laughs> telling them all to pose and everything like that but I mean he's like hardcore it's why well, Katie you ran into a couple friends didn't you when we were at WonderCon uh, Justin and Michelle I tell us about that I mean I was fascinated with their costumes yeah so it's kind of funny me and Justin went to high school together I think we may have gone to junior high together too I can't remember but so we go a long way back so we have a history it, yeah we have a history together and I knew he used to be like because we're still Facebook friends and talk occasionally that way so I knew he was kind of into it but I didn't know like he went to all the conventions and stuff like that and um, they were dressed up as characters in Game of Thrones. Wow. Yeah. And oh, their costumes their were cool. Their costumes I remember were seeing them. super elaborate. And I know they spent like a lot of money on them and like custom made them and like telling us like his jacket, he had to dye this certain color. And yeah, it like, was leather. Yeah, leather. And he had to go get all this special stuff to be able to do that. And it was, their costumes were perfect. Like they said they had a ton of people kept wanting to take photos with them because they just looked exactly like the characters. Wow. That's a lot of work work to put into a costume i hope they had space for that in their closet yeah (laughs) Yeah, they probably had a whole closet for them yeah probably (laughs) or an area of their closet who knows and do they wear it when they're watching game of thrones Uh, we should have asked them that let's listen to the conversation we had with them i mean i've got a zillion questions i want to ask you but we don't have a zillion minutes to do it Uh, michelle i'm going to start with you how did you get into this? First of all, tell us the character, um, and then how did you get into this? Yes, so I'm Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. I got into cosplay in high school, so roughly about 2001. It was really bizarre, but it was a lot of fun, and then I just kept doing it and doing it and changing characters based on what was my favorite interest, and now it's Game of Thrones, so okay. lo and behold, here I am. <laughs> well, let's move to Justin for a second. Justin, how did you get into this? Uh, through Michelle, actually. Okay, so, so yeah. we can blame her. Yeah, no, she, uh, she got me to go, I guess, what, two or three years ago yeah. to, to uh, this convention, actually, back when it was in Anaheim. Okay. Um, and she's like, oh, come on, it'll be a lot of fun. So I did, and I actually had a good time, and it, it is fun to, you know, it's, it's like Halloween in the middle of the spring, so yeah, you just got to get it dressed up, and, and you feel weird like getting in your car and your neighbor seeing you or whatever sure. and you're like you're like oh no don't worry but then when you get here and then everybody's dressed up and then everybody just gets to have a good fun time so well not quite yeah. everybody uh, not everybody I, not everybody you're not right you're, you're as a radio host there yeah, you go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay tell us your character uh, I am Jamie Lannister uh, from Game of Thrones Cersei's we'll say brother but they kind of they have a complicated relationship okay so, one of right. those yeah. alright <laughs> last question our audience is out there listening and maybe some of them have thought about getting involved but they're not quite sure and maybe where they live there's not a lot of conventions what would you say uh, I would say go for it, it it's a, like I'm the newer one here and I, I, I was 
hesitant about going. I was like, oh, I don't know if that's really for me. You know, I, I mean, okay, I like some comic books and superheroes, but I don't know if it's if it might be boring or whatever. But it's just it's fun to see all the people that put all the effort into sure. making their costumes and like and like some of you are like, wow, how did they do that? And then it's cool, just all the booths and artists and all the different uh, fun little toys and stuff. And for me, it's fun to see like the old school GI Joes and Transformers <laughs> that you can you can buy that I used to buy when I was a kid. Or, and then now that I'm a adult, I'm like, oh, I can actually afford them. I have to beg my parents to try and buy it. But then, then, then you feel silly, like I'm buying a GI Joe. What am I doing here? But uh, no, I would say absolutely try and go. It's a ton of fun. Um, there, you just Google them. There's all sorts of new, and I, I feel like it's really um, expanding every year. Of, okay. So get online, Google it. I'm sure you can find some convention uh, near you. All right, Michelle, what would you say? Um, I would echo that. I say if you have any inclination to do it, go ahead. Like, don't be worried if sometimes if like your costume doesn't look the best, or don't be sad if people don't recognize you because that happens all the time. The point really is to just have fun. You know, you're never going to regret coming and costume to convention. You will regret showing up without a costume and wishing that you had a costume on. I think that's happened. Oh, you a few read times. my mind. But just do it. Go for it. It'll be a lot of fun and give it a try. Nothing it does. To lose. It, it looks like a blast, and the costumes are amazing. I just have to figure out what character I'm going to become. <laughs> so maybe I'll catch you guys after right. the show for some suggestions. There we Thanks, go. guys. All right, thank you. It was interesting, Katie, when we were talking to them because uh, I remember Michelle saying that she had a costume costume designer in Florida, and I'm thinking you know shipping and the materials and and the, their costumes were amazing yeah they really were it, it was super cool to hear like how they come up with the design and the costume and how they put it all together and then they were saying like we're like famous here because everybody wanted to take photos with us so it's kind of fun to hear you knew famous that. people yay i did i think that's the one thing very interesting about the conventions is i think that's where normal people who have normal jobs like get to play dress up and be somebody special for a day or two and like you said a a lot of them are treated like celebrities and, and you know it, i think it makes a lot of people feel good and builds their confidence well next on you talk we'll be talking with someone who actually is not just a cosplayer but he designs and builds props for other people so stay tuned you don't want to miss this you talk you're listening to you talk radio with steve larissa and katie on the web at utalkradio.com our next guest on Utah is Mike Jones. He lives in Arizona. He is full into cosplay as well as building props, not only for himself, but for others. And Katie, I heard you have a special connection to Mike. I do. He is my cousin. Oh, cool. Wow. Yes. So was he always into props and dress up? He's always been really creative and he like he always like does projects with his hands. So he likes to work with his hands. As long as I remember, he was always like building stuff in the yard or just tinkering with all kinds of different crazy stuff and it's cool because like he'll send me like photos or show me photos of like his costumes or his newest props he's working on um i was actually there recently and he was showing me some swords he's made and like a an iron hand for one of his costumes and like a helmet he made for his mad max character wow and so does he do this for a living and sell his props and costumes uh, he's not selling them yet yeah because i'm sure there's a lot of people who if they want a sword they can go to him for That's it yeah no he says he has a lot of people asking him like to buy his stuff but he's like well i don't you know i just do it for me and then someone's like well why don't you do a business doing it so he's trying to do that right now well i'm excited to hear what he has to say steve you were in arizona for a premiere of a skater film and i believe you talked to mike there yeah i did interesting his brother casey uh is is into skating and and uh, produced and directed and and made this film and he was there i was there so i had a chance to interview him and, and talk about cosplay and his props let's take a listen hey mike welcome to you talk hey thanks for having me steve 
What gives you the greatest joy, the greatest excitement when you're involved with Cosplay? I think the greatest enjoyment would be spending a lot of time on a project and you finally get it all together and it just looks perfect or pristine just like it did in the movie or the video game that you were trying to emulate it from. Now, do people come to you and say, hey, Mike, can you make this for us? And do you do that? They haven't before, but I could. I mean, anything's possible. Could you make me look like the Incredible Hulk? Yeah, we could do that. We'll get some green paint on you. <laughs> is that all it takes is green paint? <laughs> I've got to think of another superhero, Captain America, maybe. Yeah, that might be a good one, too. I, I was going to ask you who you think you could like easily transform me into, but that's probably too dangerous of a question. Um, I really appreciate you taking the time to be on Utah because this is becoming a huge thing. We were at WonderCon, and I was just amazed at, at just the costumes and people telling me that they're getting costumes made you know, from somebody in Florida, and they live in Cali, and you know, it's, it's just become a huge thing. It's definitely been gaining a lot of popularity in the past uh, several years, I would say. And um, now Joanne's Fabric and a couple other um, stores actually carry uh, cosplay fabric from uh, certain cosplayers like Yaya Han and so on and so forth. Interesting. Now, the person that's watching us, listening to us today, they want to get into cosplay. What would you tell them? How, how do they start? What's kind of the entry level? And then where do they go from there? Anybody can get into cosplay. It doesn't matter what size, shape, color whatever you are anybody can get into it and that's what's so great about it and it's very um shame free environment i would say people coming in with a uh, tinfoil you know wrapped around cardboard and they've got a captain america shield and that's the greatest to see because that's all it takes is people getting into it and that's the first aspect is enjoying what you're doing rather than focusing attention on how good it looks i get a sense that there's there's a lot of community involved in cosplay uh yes there's a very big community as far as cosplay goes people welcome you with open arms sense of belonging i would think in, um, in this community, open arms, you're welcome. It doesn't matter what your costume looks like. I mean, there's, it's kind of the, you know, I noticed at WonderCon you go from one end of the scale to the other as far as the complexity of the costume, but it doesn't matter because you're part of the cosplay community. Yeah, and it's definitely a, a confidence builder. I've seen people who are very timid and shy around people and they get into costume and it allows them to be someone else for a little bit instead of worrying about themselves and their own insecurities and it kind of opens them up and they're more willing to talk to people and just get out and experience things. Very nice. Mike, thanks for taking the time to be with us on Utah. We'll have to check in with you again. And if people want to follow you on social media, check up with you on Facebook, uh, where do they go? Still a work in progress, but I'm starting a fan page. It's Mad Mike Cosplay, and it's on Facebook. Mad Mike Cosplay on Facebook. All right, thanks, man. He was a fascinating guy to interview. I just I want to see some of those props. Of course, I could tell him he could endorse me, and I could take some of those props what around. What are you going to do? Are you yeah. going to play drums with a sword? Well, I could try. I mean, you never know. I mean, just just be different for once. You're gonna you know? cut up your drum. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Maybe you know, I could become a sharper drummer. Oh, oh. that was probably the worst joke you've <laughs> said in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist, ladies. You gave me that opportunity. I walked through the door. Well, I really appreciate Mike coming on and just sharing his talent. And I think that just shows you, like, sometimes you think it's a hobby, and you know, I think as kids, I know for myself, like, I you know used to like to sing and. And yeah, of course, I like to talk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know that. And I would talk to my stuffed animals and I would interview them. In fact, here's a crazy story. My my best friend and I in high school, we used to be on the tennis court practicing for tennis. And we would pretend we had this like fictional talk show called Smoking is a No-No because both of us didn't like to smoke. And, <laughs> <laughs> okay. and you know, here I am doing a talk show <laughs> no so joke funny. no smoke okay it all works together yes so you never know where you're gonna end up right no, that's you true don't. well coming up on you talk right after the break we'll be talking with 
Batgirl and Princess Jasmine. Oh. You don't want to miss this. You Talk Radio with Steve. My mouth is always running. You know, I think I've got the gift of gab. Larissa. What's the meaning of life, right? <laughs> That's right. You are the intellectual songwriter. Isn't that what yeah. you said? Yes. <laughs> and Katie. I am not a role model. Well, let me take that back. I think anybody. <laughs> well, no, wait a minute. No, you can't take it. it back. You Talk. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. At conventions, you can see heroes, villains, and everything in between. We had a chance to catch up with a couple heroes and a princess who Ooh, had... princess! Yes, who had some great stuff to say about cosplay, including the importance of community. Let's take a listen. We're still at WonderCon, and we are having an amazing time, and I have run into several female characters. I'm going to start over here. Tell us your name and who you are today. <laughs> uh, Rosie Finn, and today I am um, Barbara Gordon, Batgirl from the New 52 Conversion. Okay, excellent. And? I'm Samantha Michael, and I am the uh, new Annie Wu-inspired uh, Black Canary. All right, and? I'm Cynthia Marie, and I'm playing Princess Jasmine from the movie Aladdin. All right, the question begs itself. Your costumes are awesome. Uh, How long have you been doing this? Why did you pick the character you're in today? All those kind of things. Uh, Well, I have been doing costuming for maybe about a year. Uh, I, we, my group with uh, Batgirl and I, um, we collaborated together to try to get like a nice core group of us. Um, and I just really loved this new design by Annie Wu and loved the way she was just this really hardcore rocker chick and I, I, I was drawn to it. Okay. Yeah. Nice. All right. Batgirl? I've probably been costuming, geez, uh, at least 10 years, um, probably a little bit longer than that. Um, the... With, uh, with Batgirl, um, as Samantha was saying, um, the, the cosplay group that we are that we do, um, Ultraverse Cosplay, um, we, we try to, to collaborate and find groups that work with the two girls and a guy dynamic, which is okay. very, very difficult. Yeah, without um, one ingenue, one sense of ingenue, and then one villain. We didn't want to like peg one person into the villain role okay. every single time. Sure. Yeah. Or, or having it where it's a more costume type character and then a character that's like a sidekick in civvies or something because that's not fun for the the third person sure. kind of thing. Sure. So we we were looking at our options. We've done a couple other things. We did a, a USO Captain America and USO Girls cool. um, and uh, an Avengers set from Age of Ultron. Um, and then we were looking at WonderCon and what we decided to do for this one. Um, we ultimately landed on Bat Family. We were looking at Justice League to begin with, but um, there aren't a whole lot of, other than like Wonder Woman, there aren't a whole lot of really strong major female characters yeah. that are es- yeah. especially well known. Sure. So we ended up going to um, to Bat Family, and um, I was talking with a couple avid comic readers, and they had suggested, um, "Have you seen the new Batgirl?" And they sent me a picture, and I looked at it, and then I started reading the comic, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love Babs! <laughs> like, there's so there's so much about her that I really love her character, and she's cute, and she's spunky, and she's just she has this amazing." memory which sure. which I feel like I kind of do the same kind of thing and then there was the whole panel where she made her costume like oh my god she's me I have to do her <laughs> so um so that was that was my thing with uh, with Babs all right let's jump over to Jasmine 
Oh, wow. Okay, so I've been cosplaying for about probably the same thing as Rosie is um, 10 years. Okay. Um, so I'm a veteran at this. And Princess Jasmine, my goodness, where do I start with her? So I grew up. Uh, watching Aladdin and she was the first dark-skinned princess and I was like I look like her oh my god and the fact that she was just a sassy independent type princess who just didn't want to settle for anything so that was definitely me growing up and finally getting the opportunity to actually dress as her it's probably just been a dream of mine so it, I, I've had let me see one two three four five different Princess Jasmine versions so oh, I'm wow. working on trying to do like the entire movie of costumes <laughs> That's great. Okay, now, one more question. Uh, those that are listening to our show today, and they're sitting there thinking, oh, I want to do this, I want to do this, but... Tell them how to move from the butt to actually doing it. Uh, go on the website, get a ticket. <laughs> <laughs> just, just do it. I Over. have nowhere near the costuming experience these two have, but just going out there and forcing myself to do it. Like, I made my entire thing myself. This is the first time I've oh, ever done awesome. that. Yeah, so it's just been... Just do it. Push yourself. Push your limits. Because I didn't think I could do any of this, and I eventually learned how to. So it's it's just convince yourself you can. And stay safe. Yeah, absolutely stay safe. Be with people that you feel safe with. Because if you have an issue and stuff like that that you may be going through, it's yeah. always great to have friends who are like cheer you on and say you look amazing. Absolutely. And when you walk out there having a bunch of people with you and you feel amazing, like it's, Makes just, sense. it's probably one of the most gratifying experiences oh, ever. Yeah. So, but yeah. be safe. Go with people that you know. Don't go by yourself. That, oh yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Be it, safe. Yeah, especially in today's society, we want... You know, yeah, because cosplay, there's this huge movement that cosplay is not consent, and it's definitely a big, important thing in the cosplay world, where just because somebody is dressed as a certain character doesn't mean you can behave like oh, inappropriately okay, to them. It's so, it's so huge, yeah. um, especially especially with women. And it's, it's one of these things, like, um, it's just that... Women are so objectified, and especially in the comic realm, in anime, in, in all these different realms, women are constantly objectified. And it's it's just the way, it's kind of the Jessica Rabbit thing of, I'm not bad, I'm just drawn that way. It's kind of <laughs> the same thing with all these female characters. So, I mean, if you if you want to go true to, to that design, then you absolutely have the right to, and nobody has the right to harass you or make lewd remarks or anything like that. And it's... So the, the cosplay is not consent has become a really a really big movement and I, I am a very strong supporter of it because it's it's so hard just to be women in regular society, but when you get into these kind of costumes where your breasts are you know more exposed than you normally would be and sure. um, your your midriff is exposed and you're in very little clothing, it just becomes so much easier to kind of be preyed upon, which is really unfair, and it's yes. it's a fault of yes. our society, and I don't want to get, like, too, too feminist involved in this. I feel like I already have already. No, no, but what you're saying um, is very, very important. It is, it is, and I mean, even, even, like, I mean, you can, you can see, like, I am fully covered up. There is a very small portion of my face where that's the only part of me that's exposed here, um, but earlier, uh, Samantha and I, we were, we were standing around, and there were a couple guys that came over, and they started making remarks to us and then he touched us and we we kind of like shot him a look 
and then he started making fun of us oh, and, and, and calling us names and insulting it us was so it was so rude and positively to his interaction with us it was so rude but when you're in that kind of moment it's that feeling of like I don't know what to say yeah sure which so, is why which is why groups also are very yeah. important and staying with with strong very positive groups yeah. because they will support you they will keep you safe and then you have an easy out in those kind of situations I will say that being said that kind of interaction is far outweighed by the positive interactions that we do get from the CrossFit community. Absolutely. It is definitely a really warm, welcoming community, and it's it's not, I don't want to paint a bad picture of it, because okay. that is a very important aspect of it, but there is also so much, like, like group love and, like, camaraderie of, like, you know, like, you see another cosplayer that did a really good yeah. job, and there's a lot of reaching out to each other, so that's, it's really a good core group and community, um, so it's just making sure you have that that group with you is, is important. Well, community is huge today. Absolutely. And, you know, to have a positive community, to have an outlet, to have some fun, yeah. creativity, that's that's what, this is my first time to WonderCon, and the creativity. I mean, your costumes are awesome, and just the passion you have in, in wanting to do this. So, ladies, thank you very much for being with us today. Thank you. I hope yeah. to see you again. Yes, yes. yes. You know, I really appreciated what the three of them had to say in regards to safety and community. You know, you don't think about that uh, when it comes to cosplay, because cosplay to me, it, sh- it should be fun. It should be safe. It's your imagination. But boy, listening to them talk, uh, whoo, it's not always the case. There's always going to be creeps out there, you know, that yeah. that go or, you know, just some very awkward people that just don't know good social boundaries. Yes, <laughs> that's for sure. And, and you know, I think they experienced it and we saw some others kind of walking around. Um, but but it is don't let somebody else rob you of having fun doing cosplay, but be safe. Get in a community where you trust people, where you can have fun together and you can go together because there's safety in numbers. Yeah, I think one of the good things, too, is that most of the time, like people kind of self-police in some ways. Like, yes, yeah. they yes. they if somebody is like not kind of adhering to the rules of whether it's the convention or just that group, the people tend to kick them out, you know, but definitely be safe. Be smart about what you're doing. Hey, guys, next I'm excited that we're going to be talking with a comic book artist that's so fascinated with puppets, he's got one that looks just like him. I want a puppet that looks like me. I had a puppet that looks like me, but that's for another time. Oh my goodness. I think that's a little creepy. But anyways, (laughs) we'll hear more after this. Please, please, please identify yourself. You Talk, solutions-based radio. Hello. With Steve, Larissa, and Katie. You're listening to You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. I've been collecting comic books for a long time. How about you guys? I have some comic books, I confess. I kind of just got into it, so I have a few. I actually got like a script of one at WonderCon when we were there. Oh, that's nice. cool. Yes. Did you get to meet the guy that wrote it? Or? I did, and I got his autograph and talked to him a little bit about it, so it was pretty cool. That's very well, cool. Well, you know, we had a chance to chat with Drew Rausch, who's an amazing comic book artist, and he um, his latest project was taking a new look at Edward Scissorhands. Ooh, I loved the original movie, that old movie by Tim Burton, so yeah. I'm very curious. Johnny to... Depp. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let's check out what Drew had to say. Drew, thanks for taking time to talk to us today on You Talk. Yeah, no problem. Tell us about your latest project. Uh, Well, right now, I have just uh, self-published my first book. 
based on a, uh, a webcomic that I do called My Blackstone Match. It's about this uh, small, sleepy town that suffers from the fear of Halloween. Yes, that is a real fear. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, it's actually written by my wife, Jocelyn Gageway, and I did the art. Pretty excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. Now, you have a connection to something that's been around for a few years, Edward Scissorhands. Scissorhands. Okay, I'll get, get my mouth to work today. Okay, yeah. um, talk to us about that. Uh, well, Edward Scissorhands was uh, a movie made in uh, the 90s by Tim Burton, who I am a huge fan of. Just uh, last year, uh, IDW Publishing got the, uh, the licensing rights from Fox to a, a sequel comic. Oh. Uh, so I was pretty excited about that. They, yeah. they had asked. It was written by uh, Kate Leth, who's an amazing writer. And uh, she and I got to work on this property. That uh, It's like a sequel to the movie. It takes place 25 years later. Uh, it's still about Edward and this wacky town. It was actually really cool. It was really sweet. Uh, we got to do two volumes of it. It was pretty cool. Okay, you said we got to work on this together. She did the writing and you did the... I did the art, yeah. Okay. I got to draw it. How long have you been doing, can I call it comic book art? Yeah. Is that is that legitimate? Mm-hmm. Professionally, I've been drawing comics for about 10 years, but I've been kind of like drawing my entire life. <laughs> I remember uh, looking at uh, old EC comics. They're like the Tales from the Crypt kind of stuff sure. from the 60s. Okay. Yeah. I used to love those. Oh, those cool. were like my favorite thing ever. <laughs> How did you make that transition from just drawing your whole life to, I mean, I, I can draw stick figures, but I can't, your art is amazing. It's very cool. Oh, How you. did you make that transition? I just wasn't good at anything else. Um, okay. Like, I, you know, I tried sports. I was terrible at sports. Um, Academics weren't really my thing. I was just really good. I was always drawn to, to, to art, uh, and more specifically, the art of telling stories. Okay. Um, I love children's books and stuff like that. I just nice. love telling stories, and I love having like a, a visual to go with yeah. those stories. So. All right, considering our audience, what would you say to somebody who's listening today, and they said, I, I like to draw, and I'm not good at sports, and I'm not a musician, and academics is not my best thing. What would you say to them about how to get maybe started your direction just do it um, okay it, it you know i get that question a lot like how how should i get it how can i get into comics and it's really just a matter of just doing comics you know uh just start by drawing a page of comics it's, it's really that simple as just telling a story nice uh, but telling it in a, a, a sequential way think of okay. it as like a, a movie but on paper it's just as simple as well, just do it people love stories they do you know, it's, they it's do. visual stories they, they love to listen to stories they love to watch stories okay one more quick thing because I don't want to consume your time uh, you've got a friend with you uh, are you, <laughs> you mentioned yeah. something in our conversation earlier before we started recording about Puppets. 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 Yeah, I, I like puppets. I'm a huge, a, a huge puppet fan, um, and uh, I was commissioned to do a uh, portrait for um, this this man and his wife, uh, who own a puppet making company called Foamfoolery.net. And uh, as payment for the commission, I asked for a puppet of myself. Oh, nice. So, yeah, my own my own worst enemy. <laughs> Hey, if people want to learn more about you, follow you, give us some some uh, social media tags, website. Yeah, uh, I have a website. It's www.drewrausch.com. Uh, and I am also on Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, and Instagram, all Drew Roush. And spell Roush for us. R-A-U-S-C-H. Very cool. Drew, thanks for taking the time to be on You Talk today. Yeah, thanks. I was fascinated to, to talk to Drew. I mean, he's just very, very talented. And um, his puppet cracked me up. 
Yeah, it looks exactly like him. Like the same hair, the same eyes. It even had the same outfit he was wearing. It was really funny. <laughs> it was scary. That's kind of trippy. I mean, does he pack him in a suitcase? Does he carry him in a giant duffel bag? Do you know? I think he was trying to put him in a suitcase and, he, yeah. and the puppet was complaining. It was yelling at him. It was <laughs> uh-huh. like, you know. And then he cuts his way out of the suitcase. Yes. yes. <laughs> With the scissor hands. Well, you know, I always admire comic book artists because I cannot draw to save my life. I draw stick figures. I do too. I'm right there with you. Could we have a stick figure like war draw between the three off. of us? A draw <laughs> off? Can we do that? I would probably lose. I, I'm serious. Like I'm very bad at drawing. I can do abstract shapes. That's it. <laughs> How about you, Katie? <laughs> yeah, I, I think I I don't know. Let, let's have a battle and then we can decide. We'll do the draw off. Yes, we will. All right, Steve, you get some pens. Katie, you get some paper. This is on. Forget about rock, paper, scissors. We're doing a draw-off. It's Stick the figure style. draw-off. Yes. Stay tuned because you'll see it on social media. You talk. Oh, this is so good. It just has to be fattening. You talk radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. This is You Talk Radio with Steve, Larissa, and Katie. All right, guys, have you given some personal thought to cosplaying? Like, uh, maybe what would your ideal costume be for you? All right, I am not a big fan of donning the whole getup to do cosplay because it's just a lot of work. But I do wear, (laughs) I will wear like a Wonder Woman t-shirt or something. That's not cosplay, I know it's not. I know, because like, okay, so if I had to cosplay, I would try to dress up like someone who had a very comfortable costume because you have to walk around all day and some people like they're putting on really high heel boots and things like that and I just can't do that so if I would you know have a superhero it'd be somebody like pajama woman or something why don't you invent it <laughs> yeah come up with a new superhero and then you female can, you like. can feature it at the next one yeah yeah i'd want to be something comfortable you know seriously like maybe wendy from peter pan because she wears a nightgown <laughs> no effort huh you just don't want to put any effort into no, it seriously it's really a long day to be walking around like that so props to the people who have to dress up i mean absolutely yeah, really you know my significant other has had to don the war machine costume before because his friend is the one that's super into cosplay and he owns a war machine outfit and you know it's gotta be hot it is yeah. especially when he was at like his cousin's son's birthday party and it was like 95 degrees outside uh. <laughs> and that's when he's in the costume for only like 15 minutes but could you imagine someone who is going through like the whole comic con and you see uh. some of them they're like dressed the batman costume or the yeah the, the stormtrooper storm yeah. stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah it's hot it is how about you steve who would you dress up as you know that's a hard you're one. a superhero that is anonymous but we should be finding out who that super secret superhero uh, is. i'm gonna <laughs> save that for another show another time i want you guys to just be thinking the what superhero could steve be you know with this costume. so anyway if i was going on another direction you know one of the costumes i haven't seen a lot of at WonderCon was anything from the old west there was you know all the superheroes and kind of the the true confessions here i've always wanted to be in a western movie oh Mm. and they're like tombstone like you know wearing the you know those long coats and you know i love that movie and i i just i can see myself 
Yeah, one of the things that is popular is like space cowboys, like people who are into Firefly. Yes. So oh. like, and the whole steampunk thing too yes. is yeah. like really big. Um, but you know, straight up Western, it's not as popular, but the ones with like a little twist is. Yeah. But if it wasn't that, I, I'd want to be like a Indiana Jones kind of Han something Solo. Something rugged. Yeah, yeah, something manly guy, just rugged, tough. Swashbuckling. Oh, <laughs> a pirate. I'd love to be a pirate. And I, you know, I didn't see a lot of pirates at WonderCon either. How about you, Katie? Uh, there's three I think I would do. I think I would do, like, I'm getting into superheroes and stuff, so I think I would be, like, a female, like, one of the females from the Avengers or ah. or maybe Wonder Woman, Supergirl. I don't know. Maybe Supergirl. That'd be kind of fun. Or a princess, because I am... A princess? I, I'm a, yes. I, well, yes, duh, I'm a princess, but I'm also really into... <laughs> princess nurse. Yes. Oh, there I, you go. Yes. But I'm really into Disney, and I don't know how many people know that. So I would love to go as a Disney princess, and I would also love to go as Rey from the new Star Wars. She's oh, just yeah. a kick-butt oh, yes. female, yes. and it's just like, yeah, I want to be like a kick-butt So you want a kick-butt female? I do. I do. Yeah, that's right. Hey, I can see you being like a kick-butt female singing uh, Let It well, Go. May- maybe we can try that sometime. I don't know. Now, we'll kind of mix the two together, you know, the princess and the kick-butt female. There you go. Yeah, Or absolutely. I could be like a princess, like like Milan, that like kicks butt or something that's like that. That's right. All right. Chinese all right. princess yes. represent. Uh-huh. <laughs> we actually have this funny thing going in my household where um, we sometimes go and to the Disney store and we look around and sometimes Mulan gets the shaft and isn't included all the time so we might be starting the where's Mulan hashtag oh I will interesting. join in on that I'll, you know I will uh, I'll help you too well, we hope you've enjoyed this special edition of You Talk. Reach out to us on our website, utalkradio.com, or on social media, at utalkradio. Let us know if you're involved in cosplay. You can even post pictures of your costume yes, or tweet us love to, see to them, it. and we'll post it on our blog or retweet it. Anyway, I hope you've had a good time today. I know I have. Thanks I have. for hanging with us, and tell your friends about You Talk. Remember, you're not alone. You do matter, and together, we're You Talk. You Talk. We, we Listen. listen. It's You Talk Radio.